Because it like scribbles. Don't reveal our secrets, please. Come on. Try to have a real We do some intense research. It's so intense. So intense. Yeah. No, it's okay. Listen. Welcome back. Welcome back. I know we had to take a week off. We predicted this was going to happen. Summer is here. Um, honestly, we went to the beach last weekend, Lisa and I, and it was Yeah, listen, awesome. I was honest. I posted about it. If you uh, follow us on Instagram, at Flotus Forever. Yep. Um, yeah, we're not going to lie. We took a beach day. We yeah. watched some surfers, uh, got some ice cream, ate some tacos. Yeah, it was pretty classic. It was needed. I want to give some shout outs because, yeah, um, shout out. obviously, um, Tiger and Jerry McGinley have, are totally up to date and I just feel <gasps> grateful that they're listening. Thanks for listening. Um, also I want to give a shout out to two of um, my friends from high school, Sarah and Kathleen, who <gasps> yes! are so supportive. They are two of the most supportive people. They listen to everything I do. They used to come to my shows when I was in bands and I just think it's important to shout out and spread the love because yes. they are incredibly supportive and they love the pod as well. We appreciate so it. So I just appreciate, I got a few texts being like, oh my goodness like you know um Liz I want to shout out she loves the show I just got a few texts being like oh my god no app this week and I'm like listen it's gonna <gasps> oh be okay my god, our fans gonna want be it. okay well on that note I want to <laughs> shout out people who aren't listening oh. my friends oh, oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm just kidding I'm no. always really <laughs> I know listen I think that if you were I, I, you know, in preparation for this episode, if you want to, like, kind of have the listening hours, you can go back and listen to our Anna Sims pod episode because this yeah. is famously the episode where um, Anna Sims Harrison's grandson becomes president, Benjamin Henry Harrison, and we're going to talk about his wife, Caroline Harrison. Yeah, and I guess this is the only grandfather-grandson presidency. Yeah. We obviously have father-son with the uh, the Bushes. And the Adams. Oh my god, the Adams! How Never did I forget. forget? I oh my god, do you think George Bush was really pissed about that? Like, or did like, he want to like be like the Adams? You no, know? I think he wanted to be like the Adams. Yeah. probably. I don't know. John Adams. Both John Adams were like so petty. So yeah. I don't know. Oh my god, Quince was so Quince petty. Was but honestly, so George petty. was sort of petty John. too. No, or like George Bush. Like George Bush. Oh, oh, oh. Like oh, he I see shouldn't have been, He was a son that shouldn't have been president. No, hundred percent. Kind of like, have you seen Vice? Like that's. I know. Such a good movie. Anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, no, Wait, I was just watching that documentary on uh, CNN called The Bush Years. Have you seen it? No, but that sounds amazing. It's that. I mean, I only watched the first episode. It's way more like <clears throat> Kennedy's of Texas than I thought it was going to be. Texans love the Bushes. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's full on like they were the Kennedys of Texas. Yeah. Or are still. I don't know. I think there's a Bush right now that's running for something in Texas. Interesting. Maybe have their politics changed at all? Like, are they still so... Like, because they can't be hardcore Republicans still, are they? No, I don't think they're, like, Greg Abbott, like, MAGA people. I don't think they're that. I think they're they're sort of in the McCain... Maybe a little more conservative or stupider than the McCains, but, like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they have more money, and I think they're... You know, they try to... um, distance themselves from the current Republican yes, Party. Yes, well, because Jeb Bush was like, I mean, Donald Trump like went after yeah. him so hard. Ew, I and can't I believe think, I said his name. Gross. Like, I think they secretly, you know, they're, they're your typical Republicans. Like, they don't want to have big government. They don't right, want right, to right. tax the rich and all that stuff. But I don't think they're, 
they're like maybe secretly racist. I don't think they're like <laughs> marching in the streets like Nazi style like our current people are. I don't. Yeah. Okay. But, okay, um, okay. I, I hear yeah. You. But okay. I think they're still pretty powerful in Texas. Like I think oh, they yeah. still have a, a sway in if they endorse. I just people think they have and, so much money, and I didn't realize that they had money forever. Like it wasn't like the yeah, president made them famous. Yeah. It was like. Do, are they oil money? I don't really know much about that. Th- yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, I should watch it. CNN. CNN. Yeah, I mean, oh, you gave me your password. So yeah, I should watch that. That's great. Okay. Anyway, today we're talking about <laughs> Caroline Harrison. Now, I Caroline want to shout Scott out Harrison. Caroline Scott. I also went to high school with a girl called Caroline Scott. We worked at Coldstone Creamery. Oh, She's fabulous. So, Carrie, love you if you're listening. Um, but Caroline Scott Harrison was born in Ohio. <laughs> so if you know, me and Elise um, traveled to Ohio, float us on the road, and um, they told us that the reason the First Lady's National Library, that was where we traveled to, was in Texas, was because more First Ladies are born, oh my god, just burp, sorry, in Ohio <laughs> than any other state, and Elise and I Balked. Is I that still the word? Don't believe it. I, we laughed out loud. We said, ha ha ha. <laughs> ha, ha meanwhile, the next two ladies both born in Ohio. I know. And the previous lady born in Ohio. So this is like, just proof that I'm not the smartest person. <laughs> Sometimes I think I'm like, I know more than you. Well, I mean, like, I don't. Yeah, we definitely don't. And we definitely no. don't know more, know more than the people who are running who the, run the national library. What's wrong with us? Of so course ridiculous. I don't know more. So. But anyway, she was born in Ohio. Yeah. She's a Virgo. October 1st. 1832 so October 1st a lot yeah. of things for this woman gonna happen October oh happen God. in October yeah so she, a lot of October things going down yeah so her dad um worked at the University of Miami um so I don't know why I, I think this was before she was even born they lived in Florida at Miami but yeah her dad was John Witherspoon Scott Claire things related think, to Reese Witherspoon I'm pretty sure <laughs> <laughs> sure I mean we're gonna Claire's like very. I just watched her finding your roots. I'm not kidding. What's that? What? I don't know. That is. You don't know finding your roots? No. I'm I assuming mean, it's people like on Ancestry.com. Yes, but it's like Do people find out terrible things about their families. Yes, and it's so amazing. Good. Oh my god, I love. That. I'm pretty sure they just talked about this guy on that show. Okay, well we'll we'll figure it out. But Claire, we'll. Elise is not gonna watch finding your roots. It's so rude the way that she just looked at me. I mean, like I honestly like. No, I'm never just gonna watch Daggers in my heart. I don't even know what channel it's on. It's on PBS, okay. Oh, okay. It's on PBS. I do have a PBS line. When I was sick with COVID, hashtag January 2020, oh, didn't know. Oh, my know. God. Hardcore. I stayed home and watched so much Finding Your Roots. <gasps> Is it, it, oh, because you were really into Finding Your Roots at that time. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, and they've been found. I want to make yeah, it really found. clear. No, I found You're so many of my roots. I did find that. so many of my roots. I'm still on the search. Yeah. Um, but a lifelong search. I know. It it's always is. That, right? But um, anyway, yeah. Yeah, so her father is John Witherspoon. He's a minister that comes into play later. Uh, so remember that. Mm. And a professor of math and science at the okay. Miami University, which is so great. Um, fun story about the dad. So when he was at the university, him and a bunch of teachers were protesting slavery. They were yes. huge abolitionists. Um, and they all got fired for standing up against slavery, which I think is, is so and this badass. Is, yeah, this is pre-Civil War because Benjamin yeah. Henry Harrison will fight in the Civil War. Um, but so this is like before, I mean, we know that the Civil War is not random. We know that since Monroe Doctrine, people are like going off on slaves. Yeah. And um, thank goodness for that. Uh, but it's pretty cool that they were able to, you know, fight the good fight. Yeah. We, we love talking about the people that are fighting the good fight. Yeah, totally. doesn't happen very often on this pod. I was going to say, well, because up until this point, most of our people have wavered on the line of, like, they're, if, they even if they're anti-slavery, like, they're super, like, yeah. eh, you know, like, 
just know slavery up north. And they're right, kind of right, like right. waffle on the idea. Right. I mean, this guy got fired from his job. Totally. So I think he yeah. was obviously like, he would have been maybe holding a sign. Yeah, serious. he would have been. See, if like, that's why it's like, if that episode with Reese Witherspoon is true, like, she's not disappointed that this guy was her ancestor. No. Well, because I feel like that show, that's, typically white people are going to yeah. be like, oh, you own slaves. <laughs> no, that's like, like honestly, that's like it's how story, like 90% right? of the episodes end. Yes. But not this so, one. Oh, my God. I'm so glad my family wasn't, like, here in that time because I know. that would 100% be the case because I'm a white person. I know. And that's just, I wouldn't want that on my conscience. Like, so I'm glad I these, know. you know, Italians came over. 1920s or whatever No, I know. Was, I mean, sort of I can't say good things about my ancestors. So. Yeah. So but you know what? I think it's... Although we did have a lot of... I had a lot of Irish people. I mean, I'm mostly Irish, and those people did come over later on. But the people yeah. that came over on the Mayflower, I mean... Yeah. You know, famously... Well, yeah. Famously listen, not, you got to learn great. about it. You know, you can't you have fix to things know about until it. you know about it. No, yeah, that's no, no. That's joy of history. And you have to acknowledge your privilege. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the reason that my family has been as privileged as we have been is because we've been here forever and yeah. white people that are here for a long time just are luck not lucky um well yeah lucky i guess yeah. are just privileged in that way whatever yeah. anyway um i it would be an honor to be um related to john witherspoon <gasps> yes i like his vibe already like a <laughs> professor who doesn't love a math and science professor the family's really into education because yes. so after he gets fired from miami they move to cincinnati to mm-hmm. he teaches at the farmers college to teach physics like that is so legit cool. is that like, when they start that's his college that he starts right yes he yeah, starts yeah, yeah. that one um and this is actually where uh caroline meets benjamin he is that's one right. of the students at this farmers college maybe in the fig- physics class i don't really know i thought you said figs and i was like oh my god oh, stop if there was a fig class I wish there was at the farmers college i would totally take but it like physics that's legit that was i so legit. made it made it a point to not take physics in uh, high school like i would like i didn't have to take science after 10th grade after 10th grade yeah they made it optional math and science okay that's disturbing <laughs> You're like, I didn't take physics, but I took fig. <laughs> I did take photography. What <laughs> <laughs> kind of fucking Montessori school did you go to? <laughs> All right, well, in New York, we had to take a lot of state tests. Okay, I went to public high school. Everyone, relax. <laughs> yeah, you went to North Pass. So I did. Um, Talk to Juliet about it. She'll know. Oh, my God. Maybe she, she definitely she, dropped out. Yeah, <laughs> Jewel, if you're listening, text me if you took 11th grade math. Probably not. <laughs> Um, no, Chris and I were famously, Chris and I were famously in the same math class in 10th grade, and every time I'd get back a quiz, I would just fold it in half without looking at it. Because it was so bad? Yeah. Because I was so scared. God, math is hard. I still have nightmares about being in that math class. Yeah. I had a really tough math 11th grade, too. We had a, t- oh, God, it's just, yeah. yeah I, Dad, if you're listening, you remember Miss <laughs> Marigaleo. Um, we just kind of take these yearly tests. I'm sure Pennsylvania had some sort of version yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. it was just, like, so fucking traumatizing. The regents? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We called them the PSSAs, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. every state, I assume has a version of it but god the trauma we put kids through to get those tests they're really they make it like you're never gonna amount to anything well that's because that's how they get funding yeah i mean in public school you need to teach to that but that's insanely that's an insane Bonus app. Yeah. Bonus app on like the, the root of public school, of systems, public yeah. school systems. Remember when we were in Texas? So off topic. <laughs> Texas basically doesn't have like a real public school system. It's just all, I forgot what they called it. There's like no like no, charter. That's, for, like, that's like, why rules. all the textbooks are so crazy yeah. and they like don't teach about the Civil War. That's insane. One time I went into a deep dive of homeschooling in each state and like what the criteria is. Basically in Florida and Texas, like, if you, if like your friend took one college course credit of like education, you can show them your syllabus. I'm using quotations here. 
and they can be like approved. And Wait, like, should I? Just, <laughs> it's insane. Like, so no wonder like these kids that are being homeschooled in Florida, and Texas, know nothing. Oh, <laughs> like, it was like Alabama, Texas, Florida. I think like Louisiana had like wild homeschooling rules. They're just like anyone could be a teacher. Like, you could That's teach your so kid anything. Insane. There was no yeah. real like syllabus. You'd have to check anything with the state department or the yeah. school like education. Yeah. It was insane. Anyway, John Witherspoon would hate that because he was serious about his education. Truly, truly, truly. And because of that, so was Carolyn. Even the mom was a teacher at some point. I forgot where she taught. Yeah. Oh, she taught head of economics. What? What Fuck, that's intense. Yeah, and I think... Physics and economics, your parents are are genius. No, and I think this is really important because, um, as we know, Lucy Hayes, who's only like three or four women ago in our timeline here, she was the first uh, college-educated first lady, and since then we've had a pretty good slew of women who have been college-educated. Yeah, they're all starting to get... It's really neat, and again, like we'll talk a lot about this a little bit later but the idea of like women sort of understanding and identifying as a feminist it's really starting to happen so it's yeah. very cool and I think it's important to note though that the last few women who have been educated their parents have been educated so the privilege is is showing like I'm sure if we had someone yes. who's like from the west again using right, 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 right. or maybe a little like a, sl- a lower economic class <clears throat> they wouldn't be this highly educated right right so we're right. seeing um maybe a class system starting to uh, develop a little bit with education. Well, yeah, and as if it wasn't already there with, like, slavery and things like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But but yes, for sure, you're so right. Yeah, so they taught at Farmer's College again. This is where Carolyn met Benjamin. Um, They didn't marry until 1853, so they date for a little bit. But um, her dad, Dr. Scott, so he's a PhD at this point, he then becomes the president of the Oxford Female Institute, it's a women's um, college. A women's college. This is where her mother taught uh, economics, and Caroline enrolled as a student here, and she graduated with a music degree. Yes. Um, so that's pretty cool. I think that's fun. So, so awesome. she's like artsy. And she goes she on to music. teach music yeah. for, for a good long time. Um, and then at some point, Benjamin's like actually literally all drama, and he's like, <laughs> okay. I, he's a lawyer. Benjamin's a lawyer. He ends up going to law what school. Kind of lawyer is he? He's a divorce lawyer. <laughs> and I think it's really important to note that the United States right now does not need a divorce lawyer to yeah. be president. So, but anyway, apparently back in the day, Indianapolis was like the, they call it the Reno of like the 1850s, which is so, which is so or 1830s or whatever, which is hilarious to think about. Um, I've never been to Indianapolis, but like, I, you know, I think of the car, like the 500 or whatever. Yeah. And, um, I just the think car that, or whatever, the Indy <laughs> 500, like the most famous race. <laughs> Can you believe they go around that track 500 times? Oh my god. There is nothing interesting to me I mean, about like, a NASCAR race. I would rather, I mean. No, I, I like, no, think, no, no, no. Here's, here, I, I really. I no interest in that. No, there, I, personally I don't have interest, but I do love to be a spectator at events where people are like so into it. Like, I, I think it that's like so funny. loud. No, I'm sure it's so loud. So I also loud. just like as a as a person who does a repetitive sport. Running, yeah, that's true. I hate running. Like I was just telling you how I get bored if I run in one direction and then run back in that <laughs> yeah, direction. Yeah. I can't imagine going around like a track 500 times or oh, something. Geez. Terrible. Yeah. So anyway, can't believe that. Okay, but anyway, they moved to Indiana yeah. because he wants to be a divorce lawyer, and there is like rapid divorce rates happening in Indianapolis. Yeah. People are going, they're getting married, and then next day they're getting divorced. Also, the whole concept, to this note, like, of these <laughs> divorces that are apparently happening, like, Rapid wins, fire, yeah. Rapid fire divorces. 
you know, everyone loves to say, like, oh, the dissolution of family institutes now in 2021, and, like, you know, people are, whatever. Apparently, this was happening in 1853, or whatever, 1850, No, people were so, no, the set, here's my true theory on that, because they like to say that about um, second wave feminism, too, like, in the 70s. Yeah, we're, like, destroying families, and, like, shut up. But I will say that whenever women do, I feel like, historically, whenever women are, um, you know, they're sort of, like, if you take the 50s and 60s, I'm just talking about 1900s now, but if you take the 50s and 60s as a time where women were sort of put in... Uh, a position to like be um less than or something like that like they were very much like told like you'll just stay home they have all these kids blah 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 and regardless of like the uh power of being a home homemaker which I'm not taking that away from I'm just saying that the reaction to that typically is like this like explosion of feminism or whatever and I think that anytime that happens the divorce rates are higher because we've just been told to not you know it's like it's like it just keeps not so all that to say that like yeah no surprise that this is happening Right. right as there's sort of this like a newly bubbling thing where yeah. like wait a second like well if you're like I don't know out pushing your baby carriage and then you see these other two women like I don't know walking out of a school with like a book and they're and just not tied down with marriage and totally. kids yeah, yeah, yeah. to someone who hates presumably hates their life <laughs> and they're right. ma- like stuck in their marriage where their husband's getting wasted and like beating them up and or, they, like taking all their money their money isn't their on. own yeah, 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 yeah you yeah, yeah. see that and you're like interesting you right. know I mean that's Right. I think, you know, that's even a delay of women our age getting married, maybe depending on where you are in the country. But, you know, we go to college, we have careers before mm-hmm. we're even considering, quote unquote, settling down. Right, right, right. And I know people can settle down and, and have a college and, like, career too. But, like, you know, you just see when those movements are happening, like you were saying. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. Wonder. It follows it a pattern. Yeah, it follows it a makes pattern. Sense. So it's no surprise that the divorce rates are higher, but this is the 1830s. So no, this is not something that's new in 2021, which I think was the original. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just, I hate that whole, like, oh my God, like these, you know, our generation millennials are like ruining families because we're, no. you know, there's like non binary people or like throuples. And we're like, <laughs> no, okay, clearly not. First of all, because the last person was like, they had illegitimate kids. Also, everywhere. yeah, that's, yeah, that's and not then, even. You know, no. She, these women are getting educated. And also, like, remember divorced. Rachel Jackson who got divorced? Stop. I mean, oh, they drama. terrorized her. But I'm yeah. just saying, like, this has been going on. Yeah. You know it's just I mean? a way to make women feel bad about their choices. Hundred. So, th- so anyway, he moves to Indianapolis <laughs> to, like, get involved in all this. Because he's like, thinks he can make a lot of money. Oh he's not wrong. Because no. for whatever reason. He's, like, a famous. People, do- like, he's really good at divorce. Yeah, people go to Indianapolis yeah. to get divorced. Maybe it was, like, really cheap or something. Do you ever, like, drive through, like, see those signs that are, like, get divorced for 50 bucks? Oh, my it's God. Like, there's okay. one on the west side when I take the bus to Trader Joe's. It's, like, <laughs> divorce, $300. And I think, remember that. Remember that. Just in case. <laughs> I'd exactly. love to go through a divorce with three hundred bucks. Like I have three hundred dollars. <laughs> Dip into savings. Yes. You just like yes. you show up just to like do it. They're like, are you married? You're like, no, but I want the divorce. Like, like I, I want, like, want it. I want record. Like I want this price. Like lock me in because of course I'm gonna get divorced. Like have you met me? I'm definitely second wife material. <laughs> Like, I just need to lock down the first husband. You're like, I'm a full nightmare. Like, I will need Yes, I have a podcast about first ladies. 
please. Like, of course I'm going to get divorced. So I just want to lock in this $300 price. Inflation is happening, people. <laughs> stop, stop. Well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Shocker. Okay. Spoiler. This is not the depression. <laughs> Got okay. So um, he's in Indiana, and yeah. he, just like a classic man of this time, is like, I'm going to tip my toe in the in the world of politics. Immediately runs for governor. Yeah, I'm a white man. I'm a divorce lawyer. Everyone likes me. I'm making some money. Let me run for governor. Yes. Classic. I mean, so it's like, again, the confidence. I mean, it's just like, I would pay, like, I do feel like I'm a really confident person, but the, I would, the, what I would give to be as confident as these people. I mean, I, these men are you, out of I control. mean, the magic my life would be if I had the ounce of confidence of a man in, a white man in the 1800s. Ooh, I'd be governor. I would be governor. Like, sorry, Cuomo. Take your harassment elsewhere, okay? Elise is here to run. <laughs> I would be she, governor. She, it's amazing. She, she canvassed for a few politicians one time. Yeah. She's governor. Just kidding. I'm sure. Just kidding. You phone bang constantly. You're always you're involved. I just told you I'm always Guys, calling Guys, are coming up. So, <laughs> I'm already... <laughs> I don't want to, this is more of a Claire comment, but get prepared for an email, friends, because I can't wait. we're writing postcards. So oh, yeah, we are. Pennsylvania. We're... Oh, let's do it. There is an election. Oh, there is a Senate better. race coming up in Pennsylvania, and we need to keep that state blue. Okay, anyway. let's do it. Anyway, um, so. Real they... fun note. Sorry, I just want to have a fun story of, of the Harrisons. Wait, I'm courtship. having a blast, though. I just want to. Oh, no, I'm okay. having such a blast. <laughs> yeah, I okay. love divorce. Um, <laughs> the, I just, my footloose joke, I just need to stop. Oh, yeah, please. So, because Dr. Uh, Scott, uh, her dad, was a minister, they're Presbyterian, he hates dancing. Like, you Mm. cannot dance. Right. But, because Carolyn is, like, kind of a sassy woman, getting educated, when her and Benny are falling in love, they go dancing constantly. Yeah. So, they dance themselves to Cincinnati, to Indianapolis, and I just love that. And, spoiler alert, they bring dancing back to the White House, because I guess dancing's been, like, out of the White House for a good long time. Right, and I just love that that's scandalous. So, now I'm envisioning, like, dirty (sighs) dancing style, like, you know, in their hoop skirts or whatever, just, like, going down. No wonder divorces happen, and everyone's dancing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, everyone's dancing the night away. They're like, oh my god, my wife went dancing last night, we need to get divorced. You know, I just love that they're like, they're they're added to like the dissolution of the American family. (laughs) They're dancing. There's taverns. Oh my god, it's so good. So, um, he runs for governor, he loses, because he's not qualified. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, (laughs) no shock there. But then, like, really, like, almost immediately gets on Indiana, though, for being like, dude, you're not qualified. Like, I don't know who was governor back then, but, like, let's get this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was really... I'm sorry. For it was probably, yeah, I was gonna say it's probably like a marriage lawyer. They're like, let's do him instead. Um, but uh, not that marriage is better than divorce. I want to make that really clear. No yeah, matter your situation. Is great. Yeah, seriously. Okay, but um, anyway, so, <laughs> <laughs> but then, <laughs> then, um, then he does get elected Senate pretty quickly after that. He gets yeah. elected to the Senate of Indiana. He is senator for like two terms, and then. They're not happy with the Clevelands. As you remember, the Clevelands, um, Clevelands have a little bit of this, like, they have a little bit, they have a really tough relationship with the press, and so they're sort of promptly kicked out of the White House yeah. in, a, oh. in a really serious way. Also, Don't worry, they come back. They come back. <laughs> yeah. but oh, yes, I guess the, the, the second the one. That's the, the second, second one, yeah. yeah. They have a tough relationship with the press, um, and Grover Cleveland is all drama. His wife, Frances, is... I don't even think she's 22 at this point. So oh, they, yeah, yeah, it's, she's yeah, yeah, she's yeah. really young. So mm-hmm. they, um, in 1888, he, um, he, uh, Benjamin Henry Harrison becomes candidate for prez. Yeah, I guess I Defeat we're also forgetting Cleveland. that he is the grandson of a president, which I know that literally does nothing to your, um, like, uh, like 
qualifications. Qualifications, yeah. but I think at the same time, people he, were probably stoked. He also only knew... That's like poor John Kennedy, remember, like, John <gasps> Jr.? Like, he, like, oh, never God. wanted to be in politics, and everyone kind of, like, made him yeah. in politics. I know. There's a and hot Kennedy floating around now. Oh, are you in a magazine? Oh, he's like Nate Archibald. George. Um... Oh, right. Remember, it was like, it would have been so, I was thinking about the other day, that magazine would have been so popular now because it, pop culture is politics these oh days. Oh my God, you know what it I mean? would have been a hit. Can you imagine AOC like on the cover of George? Oh, stop. So good. I She's know. amazing. I know. Um, yeah, there, it doesn't add to his qualifications and he barely knew the guy. You you were telling me he oh, yeah. met him well, once true. in his coffin. Yeah. That was the <laughs> so only he didn't know the grand <laughs> Yeah, we hardly really even knew him because, and also William Henry Harrison was only president for 30 days. <gasps> And it's yeah. important to remember, we'll too, that. oh my gosh, sir, honestly, go back and listen to that up, because guys, it's so informative. The yeah. two Jane Irwins are in that episode, like, it's oh, so Oh, the Janes! I know, the oh Janes are in that episode. So anyway, um, he gets elected president in 1889, yes. and um, they get in there. Now, this is where Caroline starts to shine. And I love a girl who is just doing her own thing, because it's like, yeah. yes, your husband is at work, so, like, good, give him space, and, like, let's do your own thing. Because yeah. I think sometimes these women, like, they just, like, show up at meetings, or they just, like, show And it's like, okay, we love that. We love a girl getting involved. But at the same time, like, just get to work, you know, yeah. like, do your thing. And Caroline was a very busy girl. Elise, what was the White House like when she got there? <laughs> to no surprise, the White House was a fucking mess. Okay, in disarray. In disarray. But like every time, it's in disarray. Every I don't time. Even, I just don't even understand how this. Is I don't happening. know what the Clevelands were doing. Francis was doing literally nothing. I don't think nothing. If it was. Get ready for this. Infested with rats. Rat they infested had to, Rat infested White House. They had to bring in a man with a ferret, which I guess that was how they terminated rodents at that point. No, that's not how they terminated rodents. How no. did they actually do it? With guns. Yeah, Caroline yeah. Had to, would carry around a gun. When so she there's a ferret, the ferret running around the White House, <laughs> catching rodents, apparently. And then Caroline walking around with a gun, shooting them dead. Whenever she saw one. I mean, not the Absolutely safest. Absolutely drama. Yeah. So Caroline was like, okay, this is my mission. I'm cleaning up this White House. Yes. She, um, like, petitions Congress once again to get money to clean this up. Every time. $35,000, which is a lot in that time. Um, Congress is like... I mean, how could you deny that there's rats everywhere? Like, you got to be like, yeah, take the money. No, like, do you need more? It, it is important to know that I think the part... So what basically, like, this happens every, like, couple... Because, okay... The girls are always trying to redo the White House for sure, but I think that there's not all of them that are trying to like get in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think that Fran, um, not Francis, but Caroline was going to parts of the White House that maybe had been a little bit untouched for yeah. a while, and she was like, "I want to make the the whole White House beautiful, not yeah. just the living quarters, not just where the president works, but like the whole thing." Yeah. No, they did a lot. They laid new floors. They installed new plumbing. Amazing, because remember we have indoor plumbing oh my now. God, Painted, goodness. wallpapered. They added bathrooms. Again, the plumbing Classic, thing. They love yes. it. In 1891, they had electricity installed. There was no electricity, which is like wild. Well, no, me. the Hayes got electricity. Well, they re- sorry, they redid it. They redid it because, but the, but what's interesting is that the Hayes, the, the electricity technology was so new, they were scared to use it. So yeah, she's still afraid. This one is yeah, still yeah, afraid. Yeah. She's so afraid of the light switches. Yeah. So which I get it. Like I guess I mean. Seeing electricity for the first time must be, like, magic. No, you know, truly. It probably yeah. is a little bizarre. Like, I'm trying yeah. to think of a thing. When I see, like, 3D printers. I've never seen one. 
Okay, we'll Google those after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That freaks me out a little bit. It's kind of scary. Yeah. Like, just because, I don't know, it just seems so out of this world, like. Right. So I imagine this is, like, seeing, like, flipping a switch and seeing a light bulb go. It must be It must so be, like, crazy. fucking mind-blowing. Yeah, 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 for sure, for so, sure. So, yeah, she's afraid of the lecture, but I love that. But then she's, like, you know, she had, um, an engineer came in every morning and turned on lights because she was, well, in the beginning, because she was a little, a little afraid. Right. But, um, yeah, so she did a lot for the White House. So they she used this so money. Much. They cleaned it up. Um, and Which, we gotta squash this narrative that Jackie O, or Jackie Kennedy, was the first person to revamp the White House, because well, this is like the fifth just time said, this I has really happened. I really feel like, I know, and I feel like, okay, we need I feel like we need a, a matrix of every time these girls are doing the White House, because I feel like, here's what's gonna happen, at least, once we finish this pod, and we're always talking about second season, I think, honestly, what could be a fun, or maybe this is a bonus episode or something, yeah. is we take one topic, and we try and, like, narrate it through through the history because like yeah. this narrative of redoing the white house is happening so often it's yeah. very hard to keep track of every yeah. single time and we're gonna see it even with like nancy reagan and her dumb china you know what i mean right. like and it's it's just absolutely wild yeah. so and it's happening again this version of the white house is not even that old because it's 1890s no the centennial like of the presidency is coming right up. but remember yeah. it got burned, burned down, down in 1812 yes, 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 so yes, like this is essentially the second like it got destroyed in the 50-odd years. Every time it's getting destroyed, though. Remember, they, like, there's the, the one woman finds the portraits. Mary Todd yeah. redecorates, but then people say there's lice in it after Mary oh, yeah, Todd leaves. So it's, a, it's like, absolutely yeah. wild. What And also, this like, these poor family, like, are other people, are the women in between these women, are they living in, like, squalor? Like, I don't even understand. Like, you're the first lady and president. Yeah, I don't know. So... Rats yeah. infested in the White Caroline's House? That is a really big problem. Up. Yeah, Caroline's cleaning up. And she cleans up so much. And, and also it's important to know that parties are back, guys. Parties, parties back. are back. The last time we had parties in the White House was Harriet Lane pre-Civil War trying yeah. to distract from the random, not random <laughs> Civil War. Yeah. So this is pretty much the first time post-Civil War that we have had parties in the White House, which yeah. is really fun. They get a Christmas tree for the first time, which is super exciting. And so this fun fact, which I read and I was loved... Um, she was the first person to introduce orchids as the official floral decoration in the White House. Is that true? Which is stunning. I love an orchid. Orchid. If anyone knows a tip of how to keep them alive, like, tell me. Like, kill you know them. who's really good is Adam. He's really, really good at keeping orchids alive. Right, Adam. Yeah. Bonus yeah. up for Adam. Bonus and up. how to keep an orchid alive. Of course. Anyway. What's so, the story with the China painting? Well, so, okay. Yeah. So, she, parties are back. She brings dancing back to the White House. The oh, Marine right, yeah. Band plays on the lawn. These are all things that, so like, fun. hadn't been happening in a long time because yeah. of whatever reason. I think that the temperance movement really did a number on these women because I think a lot of women, like, kind of felt like they couldn't, in order to be feminist at that time, you had to be kind of, like anti-party I know you know like and that's God, I'm just I'm so glad we changed that like I love like, that whatever that. wave of feminism that happens during like the war in 20s like thank yeah. fucking god no, I, like, I love a whiskey no. <laughs> I'd be so pissed if like for some reason we're like we're not drinking anymore I'd yeah. have to be a Republican <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> Just like love a glass of wine. At least so you can be a feminist and be a, Repu- be a Republican. That's I know true. it feels That's like true. you can. I know. Sorry, but so judgmental. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> this is why we get negative reviews because I'm like trashing whole swaths of people. No, why we get negative reviews is because we do one minute of research and then decide to go live. <laughs> Just kidding. We did actually did a lot of research this morning. Okay, so so I like that I say this morning. This morning, yeah, an hour ago. Um, so anyway, so. No, the thing with the China painting things is that she starts to, um, what's cool about Caroline is that she is turning housekeeping, house making, yeah. 
homemaking into a profession. So in the yeah. 1880s, uh, the professionalization of being a homemaker is really starting to happen. Mm-hmm. So like women, um, you know, and I think it's it it's really interesting because I think like I mean, this goes into, like, another topic completely, but the idea, like, I remember when my grandmother, my grandmother stayed at home, you know, she didn't have a job when my mom was a kid, and whenever I asked my mom what my grandmother's job was, she would say a homemaker, and so that became kind of a thing at this this point in time and and kind of taking that really seriously is a very first wave feminist ideal because what that means is like you're staying in your quote-unquote lane a little bit yeah you're making the home you're not necessarily working outside of it but you're also being taken very seriously it's no joke to keep a house running yeah and to me it sounds like it's more of a choice now for these ladies because they can go to school they can get a job right yeah maybe you know not a lawyer or whatever it is. Right. The women are starting to leave the home and work. So the idea that you're choosing to stay home is a feminist choice. Because feminism is like, you know, equality and making choices for yourself and what you want to do. So, mm-hmm. or like part of it, mm-hmm. obviously a small part of it. Um, so I think that is, that adds to it. Like, okay, I'm yeah. choosing to make a home. Or yeah. To be a and homemaker. I think that like, I think that if in some Wait, like I think that some people can give it a bad rap, like oh, staying home is like not yeah. feminist or something like that. But it really is no, because it's, it's your, your choice. choice yeah, you're allowed to do whatever you want with it. And I think also what's gonna start to boom uh, around this time is the home economics. So like, mm-hmm. you ever took like a home ec class? You know, like it's like <gasps> that kind of yeah. Literally, that's what this that's is. What I, to I know that's like what is. And there's probably some like really deeply wrong things with the whole movement that I'm yeah. just like that's like bonus F. But like I guess it's kind of cool that Caroline is saying like no, this is part of my power as a woman is being yeah. able to like navigate what it means to keep a home together. Yeah, not and that then, a man can't do that too, but right. like this is what I'm choosing to do with my time, and this is what I like to do yeah. with my time. So and now we're having like another movement of that mm-hmm. I think with like the unpaid labor or unpaid emotional labor that comes in with taking care of a home because sure even with women so obviously so many more women work outside the home that doesn't mean that the responsibilities at the home don't still land on a woman in a heteronormative relationship yeah Yeah. um and i think with like covid you know the loss of labor for women was a huge deal i think that's obviously still going on we're still dealing with the repercussions of that but i people are realizing the emotional labor that goes into that that's always typically falls on the woman sure sure yeah yeah no and I think so yeah this is like sort of where all of that is kind of starting you know it's it it is like Elisa saying it's like a choice to be able to stay home and if you are going to stay home um Caroline was providing a really cool example of how to do that in like a fashionable way yeah she's doing it with style she is she totally is yeah so um, she also, so, okay, anyway, sorry, that was a tangent because I was supposed to be talking about the China painting class. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Basically, class she starts to, or she was really, um, as she's, like, putting together White Houses and this and that, she gets really into China painting. So, I guess she just starts to host these classes and you so had to get, like, chosen. Like, there was only 25 people for a class oh, and you would come and you would just, like, paint China with the okay. First Lady. I've and some of that China about. is still at the White House. Like, Hillary That's Clinton amazing. is quoted as using that China. That was her favorite China. was, like, the China from Oh, my God, Hill. Of course Caroline like, Harris like, this serious. I know. Caroline like, Harris and If I do have a fucking tea party, I'm using this China <laughs> to talk about history. <laughs> or the China that, like, a woman did. Like, a yeah, woman she's painted. like, I'm not using, like, fucking... <laughs> Like some man-made China. 
So anyway, so she would have these China painting classes, and it was cool because it would, they were just for women, you That's know, so and, fun. It, it, and it wasn't that. And I don't know. It's like our wine and paint nights. Not our, like we have them. But like women today do like a wine and paint night. Yeah, totally. Totally, totally. Um, But another thing that uh, happens in the White House at this time is that um, they have some kids in the White House. There's (gasps) kids in the White House. So many kids. (laughs) Claire. This is. What special (laughs) child lives at the White House at this time? Okay, guys, buckle up. This, there's a baby. They have, and there's a baby. His name is Robert, I believe. But this, the first um, celebrity baby. I know we talked about Baby Ruth in the last episode, but this is pre-Baby Ruth because that was, again, the second Cleveland. Yeah. There is a baby called Baby McKee. They call him Baby McKee. Basically, he's the grandson of the president. So they have a daughter, Mary. Mary marries a man called McKee. And they have a, do- a son, and his name is Baby McKee. And people lose their minds over lose Baby McKee. Lose their goddamn mind. Enough. And the thing is, there's been babies before in the White House. So no, I don't understand what the yeah. issue is, but, like, Baby McKee is a celebrity. They say he's the first celebrity baby. They're obsessed. Guys, I will post <laughs> I will post photos of this iconic photo, apparently. Iconic, of Baby yeah. McKee being pulled around in a car on the White House lawn by a goat <laughs> uh, with, like, witch children around him. I don't really yeah, understand Yeah, there's two other him. girls in the picture that no one seems to care about. No, They're obsessed ghost children, with Baby probably. McKee. I know. They, Baby McKee, so they are just, everyone loves this child. Yeah. And it, there it, was poems written about the baby. Poems written about the baby. The baby. Mm. Tell us, talk about the circus when the baby goes to the <gasps> circus. Okay, so Baby <laughs> McGee, obviously children love circuses back then. I guess that was the only thing to do. Right. Uh, and they go to Barnum Circus. Um, which is like wild that that was around during that time. I know. It's like, crazy. I mean, like, again, there was like no television, so that was entertainment, but that just seems so wild. Yeah. Um, so the press pool, you know, goes yeah. with Baby McKee to the, the circus. I know. And there was article after article after article written about Baby McKee's expressions <laughs> as he was watching said circus. Like, what the actual fuck? I know. I just. I mean, I know we're celebrity obsessed. We are in no, a culture that's celebrity obsessed. Like, I am, I the love. Prince. Let's not talk live movie. <laughs> Claire and I love Prince George. I mean, I love Prince George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The if Prince. you haven't seen The Prince on HBO Max, <laughs> turn, I'm going to say turn off this podcast and go watch it. Like, I don't mean to be dramatic. I don't mean to be alarming, but it's the best thing I've ever seen. Um, so, like, we get celebrity culture. We get celebrity we babies. Do. Love it. Remember Surrey Cruise? Surrey Northwest? Cruise. I mean, stop. There was a blog about... Remember the Surrey Cruise blog? Surrey, Surrey's Burn Book. <laughs> I was obsessed with Surrey's oh Burn God, Book. Do you think that's... In college, because it was, like, all about yes. NYC. And, like, it was all about, like, all the things she so, was yeah, doing in NYC. we get it. We but get like, it. wow, in 18... Shirley Temple? It was Shirley Temple. But Shirley Temple was, like, ta- really talented. Not yeah. that these kids aren't talented. I'm no, just saying No, I mean, that, like, he wasn't doing anything baby, besides doing going anything, to the circus. Anything. He was a toddler. Yeah. So, basically, like, the so the, the pandemonium around, <laughs> yeah, around Baby the- McKee is so heightened that um, Caroline, because it's her grandchild, yeah. has to make really serious rules about when Baby McKee can be um, photographed and when he can't yeah. be because it's getting crazy. Like, people are following them everywhere. Like, it's getting wild. Um, it's really important to know that um, at the White House, they have four security guards at this point. They have no Still gates. Still no. <laughs> so, three assassinations we're up to at this point? We are up to, well, one, one, no. McKinley. No, two, I guess. No, two is. McKinley did, obviously McKinley's next. Yeah, no, no, no. We're, we've only had one assassination. Well, no. Well, oh, yes, I guess. No, so one assassination. assassination before Lincoln. 
No, J- J- Zachary Taylor. Am maybe. I supporting conspiracies? Oh yeah, that's the conspiracy. Well, that's the conspiracy. Yeah. Is that we think? Yeah. But yes, I mean, yeah. Obviously, the 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 Charles Coteau situation. Like they should have had. They should have had. A, they should have had a gate around the White House. I mean, yeah. I honestly, when I go to see the White House, I've only been a few times. But when I go, I'm honestly shocked that we are as close to it as we can, and it's behind with a the gate. gate. Yeah. Because it just feels so right. iconic. And people were pissed off. When the gate went up around Congress after the insurrection, like, we yeah. need a gate. I think it's okay that we, like, put security around, I don't know, our fucking elected leaders yeah, that like, are, like, getting us through. <laughs> I know. It's Stop really, being shocked by this. Yeah, like, seriously. very so, 1800s vibe but, happening. Yeah, but, like, at this point, there's no gate around the White House because that yeah, doesn't I mean, come in until until the Cleveland. I think the public can, like, knock on the door still at this point. Yeah, 100%. So yeah. And like, there's only four security guards. So basically, yeah, so basically Caroline puts these really, um, she's like, okay, enough of, of that. She hires a, enough of this she hires a woman named Frances, which is so cool. Frances Johnson, who's like the yeah. official White House photographer, which is cool because they still do that. They're yeah, still okay. like, no, 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 um, you're good. They still do that. And so she Frances is like this woman and she's their official photographer and now she's allowed to take pictures of Baby McKee, but yeah. they have to be um, approved by Caroline and France and Baby McKee's mom, Mary, which is cool. That's yeah. awesome. You said this off pod. She's a Chris Jenner. Yeah, she's basically Chris Jenner, Caroline. <laughs> I mean, she's basically Chris Jenner. She's like, she's manning an empire. Like, yeah. she's incredible. Listen, you do what you gotta do when there's a, a celebrity babe around. You yeah. Know? So, and then also, I mean, I think that at this point, too, like, Caroline's just having so many parties that it's, like, good yeah. to just have, like, one photographer who's kind of, like, doing that. So, um, the centennial of the presidency also happens. Um, they, uh, oh, and then, um, like we said, there's a lot of first wave feminism happening. So as Caroline is in office, um, really unclear what Benjamin did. Don't really care that much. Yeah, we didn't um, get too much into it. Yeah, but, but he's trying to fix the economy. Yeah, there's like so, yeah, some economy. He does thing. something with the silver and the gold. Honestly, we <laughs> Google it. It's confusing. I don't like math. Just enough. It's enough. Yeah. Like, it's enough, right? Okay. Anyway, so, um, but because Caroline is getting this reputation of sort of um, raising up women and professionalizing the idea of housework, um, the Daughters of the American Revolution actually asked her to be the first president. Yeah, so they're founded around this time, um, and she is in the DAR. She's in the DAR. Claire. No, okay. Well, just <laughs> tell us your history with the DAR, because I... And obsessed with it. I have a roommate, or had a roommate, Rachel. Shout out to Rachel if you're listening. Um, who is part of the, or was part of the DAR or something. And she would go, sometimes go to these fancy luncheons on the yeah. Upper East Side. Yeah. And I was wildly jealous. Yeah. Because all I wanted to be was in the DAR. But I can't because I'm not a daughter of the revolution and I'm pissed off. We recently found out <laughs> that our beloved Claire... <laughs> Can be a member. So I what happened? What did you do? So, okay, I can't be a member. So I did. Um, I did like input all my information. I was approved very. Quickly. There's an application process. There's correct? an application process, and you have to find like all this really specific information. I happen to have a lot of that information because yeah. I just like I'm, I like find that. Your roots inf- I found. Yeah, I just <laughs> find your roots. Find your roots. Lewis Henry Gates. Love you. Um, and so I. But so I was sort of like pre-approved, you know, when yeah. like you're filling out like a mortgage. Okay, <gasps> obviously I don't know what that's like, but if I did, <laughs> I like barely have an apartment. I'm like, Dad, can you sign this? Like, on my lease it says my dad lives with me. <laughs> like, so now, Claire, I don't know what it's like to fill out a mortgage. I'm a 30 year old in New York City. I don't know what it's like to fill out a mortgage. No, literally. Okay, but sorry. I do get pre-approved for credit cards constantly. I, uh, <laughs> 
so take that capital right. one so so it's like that it's like okay wait yeah so you actually because like some people you have to do so much work to even get like a pre-approval yeah. because it's like you it's like it's here's obscure, my blur. right yeah. it's obscure but I had a couple of names that I was able to give. And they're so powerful. That's all you needed. That's all I needed. So boss. So they were like, oh, amazing. Uh, oh, my God. I'm so nervous. What if someone's from the TAR is listening? But anyway, I mean, it <gasps> wasn't a bad it. experience. All I'll say is that I got approved to be in the Brooklyn chapter. Yeah, so there's um, different chapters There's different chapters all around there's, the right, country, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and there's like... I bet you there's probably even different chapters in Manhattan itself, but this yeah, chapper I mean there was, was an Upper East Side one that Rachel yeah, was in. Yeah, so, I'm so this was like a, a chapter and... for a part of Brooklyn or whatever. Yeah. And see, to me, that seemed like the cool. Well, I will like, say that like all the girls had tattoos. Yeah, like yeah. oh that shit's not ha- everyone's like in pearls and like matching cardigan sets on the Upper East Side. I'm envisioning. Wait, I like, will Gil- say like, like Gilmore. <laughs> you're not allowed to wear pants at the meetings even in, in the person. Yeah, that's insane. I think. I hope I'm not making that up. Or you have to keep your cover, arms covered. Oh my god, that's like in Congress. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh my. Okay. But anyway, we tried that to, to infiltrate the jail. <laughs> all that I tried to infiltrate, but you I, did. You went to a meeting. I, I did. I went to a meeting, and they send me information constantly. Yeah. I really do actually want to do one of their genealogy courses because I think it'd be really exciting. <gasps> that's it. You yes, can so, do it for free. Yeah. Because basically, what the DAR is is it's. Um, trying to uh it, it's a collection of women who are all related to people who either fought in the revolutionary war yeah uh, well no that's it that's how you get in is you have to have somebody who yeah. fought in the revolutionary war and um and they try and do a lot of like service projects with like different historical uh organizations throughout whatever city you're yeah. in you know it's a little white and fair enough though, I and guess, if it's sure revolution it's yeah. a little white and it's a little revolutionary war obsessed which obviously <laughs> I should have known that but I think yeah. in my head I was sort of like oh cool this is a bunch of women who are into American history just like me right. but it's not it, they're it just, very specific it, was, it yeah. was specific now I think that um I but I but I do think it's you know I think if you are into it it's a really cool organization yeah to be a part of I actually think we do have a few DAR listeners and I want to shout you out and congratulations yeah. keep doing what you're doing yeah I mean um, the service projects they do I think are great you always see them like collecting money for certain things yeah 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 um I think they restore a lot like other chapters I've yes. seen I don't know what's yes. going down in Brooklyn and, but I imagine yeah. like where the war was fought, there's a lot of restoration projects that totally. happened. Yeah, and like, I think that they got a bunch of the plaques put up in Prospect Park yeah, about that's the like, Revolutionary War. It's so war. important, yeah. and I think that's, you know, it's so cool that women are taking the lead in that. Mm-hmm. and Because mm-hmm. obviously at that time, women didn't have power yeah. uh, during the Revolution. You were kind of just like a nurse and, you know, helping people and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, so, right, right, you know, right. they were kind of... Knitting kinda, socks, let's never forget. Oh my God, knitting socks, Love yeah. You. So I think it's cool that women are, you know, modern women are getting together and, and looking into their history and, and helping with totally. that. Totally. Like, and even the DAR was looking for, I think that at this time, uh, in the 1880s, late, you know, 1890s, there's a lot of women groups, like, starting to form. So the YWCA is forming, um, the Jewish, uh, women's organization is starting to form, and so, like, women are organizing. So this is so exciting. We are There's nothing I love more than women organizing, (laughs) I forgot. Yeah, and they're all starting to chit-chat and get together, and, like, yeah, they're still separate group. Yes, there's still, you know, religious 
uh, segregation Undertones. happening. And, There's and racial and segregation. Racial, yes, of yeah, course. Yes, yes, yes. But yes, I yes. think, you know, they are still definitely, there are women that are progressive enough that are coming together. They're realizing other women are organizing. And are not afraid to, like, I ask and be like, oh, what are you doing on Thursday? Right. Going to this meeting. You know, right. like, it's starting to, to bubble it's up. And it's percolate, just. percolate, for lack of a better word. <laughs> I haven't said percolate in so long. <laughs> Thank you, Claire. The women organizing, it's percolating. Yeah, no, it really is. And I think I that the it. DAR was looking for a little bit of legitimacy. And this yeah. gives them a lot Oh, my God. Amazing. The first lady is, like, I'm the fucking president. She's the president. Yes. She's the first president. So it's very cool and um, good for them. And I think also what's kind of neat about this is it's, like, there's organization, but it's, like, not private. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you have enough legitimacy to have, like, the first lady be your president, then, like, yes. that's legit. Or if you have enough legitimacy to, like, hold a big meeting, like, that's legit. You know? Yeah. And so it's really, really cool. Um, you know, you're starting to like see it all. For happen. sure, yeah. Because it's coming, guys. I it's can't believe. Coming. Yeah, I mean, we're it was 1889 now. Like we're almost at 1900. Like people are dying now in the 1900s, oh, yeah. which is exciting. We're almost we're 30 years away from the women's like suffrage, which totally. sounds very far away because we still have a few ladies to talk about. No, but, but if you think about like it's coming so soon. Yeah, and if you think about because it's not random. <laughs> They're organized. They're organized. That's right. Elise, it's so important. This is not random. So anyway, um, it's it's very cool. And um, in general, Benjamin Henry Harrison and Caroline were very committed to the idea of civil rights. Um, Yeah, they're pretty progressive. Benjamin Henry Harrison even goes, I mean, this is not, that's, this is absurd that it's, this is radical. It's radical. <laughs> but he is very committed to getting black women the right to vote. Yeah. Because right now only black men have the right to vote. So not only is he committed to women, but he also is public, goes on record as saying, I want black women and yeah. white women to have the right to vote. Yeah. And all women, not just, you know, all uh, women of all race. Yeah. So, you know, I think that, um, you know, it, it it's, it's, uh, it's just nice. It's just nice to have a group of people that are just like committed yeah. to this kind of stuff. So anyway, oh, there's just nothing more exciting. Yeah, I love it. Okay. I know. God, do you think they like got together with postcards? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, but anyway, so then what happens to Caroline though, Elise? <gasps> she gets TB. <laughs> she gets tuberculosis, guys. Yeah, so Caroline, um, she gets TB in um. When does she do? Yeah, I don't when know does when she this get, is. Hold on. She in like the. Oh my goodness, I have it in my book. Hold on. She gets TB right towards the end of his presidency in like 90, 1892, She gets pres. She gets TB. Yeah. And she's she is really sick, and they decide that the way that she's gonna get better <laughs> is. To go get fresh air. <laughs> Which again, this was during a DC summer, so it was, like, yeah. it was very swampy. Yeah, so, so they're like, like, hey, go to, like, up to the Adirondacks, get some fresh air, and like maybe you'll you'll be okay. Because there wasn't a cure for TB, obviously, at that time. I mean, they're still essentially not dead in. Um, <laughs> rude. <laughs> I really can't. She's like wasting her time. I can't believe this. Um, and yeah, so like, you know, it was just like rest and relaxation, and hopefully you get better. You kind of had to let it run its course, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so she goes up to the Adirondacks. She, I guess, starts to feel better. She makes her way back to the White House, but she dies in the White House in 1892. Yes. Yeah. She is the second woman, first lady to die at the White House. The first was Letitia Tyler. Yeah. Um, and actually, interestingly enough, uh, John Tyler marries a much younger scandalous woman. The same thing happens to Benjamin Her- Henry Harrison. <gasps> oh my God! Although it's not yes. in the White House, yeah, he marries still, her like four years later. Uh, yeah, Benjamin Henry art. Harrison marries his niece, like 
four years later. It's very strange. It's very yeah, odd. she's a younger woman. They were close friends, um, but like it was his family. Niece. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, but anyway, but yeah. all that to say, Thank I mean, you, man. I know, but but it's very sad. Caroline, um, she yeah. has her, she has her, uh, not funeral. Like she has a, um, what is it called? I don't even know what it's called. Like a service. Service. Yeah, yeah like a wake. Yeah, yeah, I guess a way. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. in the East Room, so people yeah. come, like lots of people come and like watch her body. Ew, gross. Um, sorry, yeah. it's not gross. I'm just like it makes no awake. I mean, I think the do you know the history of awake? Why they do them? No, <gasps> it's so cool. Well, not cool, but so they call it awake. Like okay. it's literally like I'm awake. Um, because when people would die, like you know, it's 1600s, 1700s. They would lay them out in usually like the family's living room or whatever. Right, right, right. And they would watch them hoping they would come back to life because frequently people would like not I mean would not die and come back to life but they were like you know their pulse would go down really low or they would just be unconscious and they weren't actually dead so they would lay the body out and you would watch them hoping they would get awake like awake um so that's where the that term comes from and the whole idea of laying out the body and obviously now you're not hoping that they would come up but um yeah you know, it's Shiva, whatever they call it now in yeah. Jewish and, and yeah. awake. But yeah, so they well, they did her this out. in the East Room, which yeah. is really cool because this is technically where um, the East part of the white, like off at White House office, is always where the First Lady has had their uh, space. Yeah, you know, their office. Hillary Clinton famously turns it into the East Wing, which yeah. is. Um, where she had her whole team because she was, like, trying to pass health care. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's even where Abigail Adams, like, had yeah. her first office. So the East Room is very special to the First Ladies. It's where that they do most of their work. So a lot of people came, and, you know, it was very sad. Yeah, it was, it was very sad. She was able to be honored there, and especially all the work that she did do in the White House, and even if it was she women's was work, so you know. Busy. Yeah, she was so busy. Yeah, she was girl. getting things done. That's amazing. I'm so excited. Yeah. What's your advice for Carolyn? Um, okay, my advice, and I only say this because I'm it's truly one of my biggest nightmares my advice is whatever you have to do (laughs) to get rid of the rats oh my god if you need double ferrets if you need rat traps if you need the poison like whatever you have to do invest girl get money from congress invest because carrying around a gun to go into your attic is not sustainable not yeah that is not that's not sustainable and and also like how stressful like it wasn't helpful for her immunity to be carrying around a gun trying to shoot rats all the time yeah Honestly, it's my worst nightmare. You know, I had a mouse one time and it was like horrible. No, it's terrifying. I cleaned my whole apartment, almost missed the flight to Texas. Remember? (laughs) I almost missed that flight. (laughs) She showed up to LaGuardia (laughs) very stressed out. (laughs) I was was late because I had to clean my whole apartment. I was so scared there was going to be a mite. And I make Kevin come every day. There was a mouse party for sure. (laughs) I make Kevin come every day to make sure they weren't partying. She's like on the couch having tea. (laughs) Drinking ice coffee. Using your television. No, honestly, no. If a tiny mouse was using my TV, I'd be like so into it. But like, like a ratatouille. I don't know. It's weird because like I have no issue with bugs. Bugs do not scare me. I am not scared of bugs at all. Yeah, it's because you're a garden girl. I guess, but rodents next level. No, there are a lot. No, 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 no. no. I can't handle that. Yeah. And also, like, can you imagine being like, oh my god, I'm gonna live in this like awesome house, and then you get there, and that's what you get. I mean, there was we, there that? was a whole joke when the Bidens came in. Like, obviously, the the transition happened during like a dark part of the pandemic, and it was like we got to Clorox everything. Like yeah. that, you know, they truly had to clean that white house. No, but there wasn't literally. even in the middle of the pandemic. There wasn't fucking rats everywhere or lice. Or like, 
Jersey. Yeah, like, yeah, germs, yeah, of course, but like, oh, oh my and God. also, wait, sorry, she created the National Library. Not the, not the library, but the, 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 didn't she do something like a portrait gallery, Caroline? Oh, yeah, like she was part of the, um. Because the, they had the portraits up already, but she does yeah, something, the National Gallery this. or something. It's like, oh, what was it? I don't know, I just. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that, but she was. She does something like that, but it was just, it's. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I just can't imagine entering a situation in which you're, like, living in a rat-infested home. No, no, it's terrifying. So that's my advice, is, like, whatever I like that, you have yeah. to do, call the exterminator. Get the steel wool, patch up those holes. Ooh, steel wool, yeah, that's you a good one. You need to patch up the holes. Yeah. If you need to do one of those, like, um, get they gas them. Ooh, like a, bom- uh, yeah. a bug bomb, yeah. I mean, I don't mean to sound cruel but I'm just saying it's no, rough kill them right yeah no I'm like yeah Snap honestly I can't even watch the movie Ratatouille I'm too traumatized <laughs> that movie is so freaky to me I don't even like it that much and Ooh, I love why should not be in the kitchen what, what is your health not. code restaurant okay <laughs> I, I only eat in a restaurants okay I don't right. need a B I mean no health code passes an A when there's a rat under your hat cooking no. stew no also Chef, get be a better chef. Like you shouldn't have a rat to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like kind of concerted. Once again, white man just like <laughs> getting through, getting by. Oh my god! I actually, I've never seen rat. <laughs> I just do know the rat does the cooking, <laughs> but I don't really know the. I've never seen either. I was traumatized by that whole yeah, idea. Scary. So scary to me. So did you really hate Cinderella too? Because like the rats help her get dressed. Oh, the mice. <gasps> No, loved Cinderella, but that's because Gus Gus is so cute. Oh my god, I do love Gus. Goof, goof, goof. He's so cute. He's cute. No, but I was, sorry, this is maybe the most pretentious thing I've ever said, <gasps> oh, even it? including that I had a family on the Mayflower. <laughs> I only ever watched the, well, I feel like my family and I only ever watched the Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella. Like I don't the know Disney one. That that's the, like, the original Disney. Oh, like Cinderella. not the animated? No, like the, like the, yeah, like the, the. Oh, yeah, musical. isn't that the only one? Oh, the musical. Oh, I don't even know there was a musical one. <laughs> I watch whatever's like in the Disney like VHS. No, there's a whole other one. I'll get, I'll get you the details. It's wow. so good. It's so special. Oh, we're not that classy in our family. The, the Broncos don't, don't watch that. I know. I want I want to jump out a window that I just said that. Believe me. Oh, my God. Claire's so pretentious. I know. It's awful. What's your advice for Caroline? Oh, my advice for Caroline. Um, God. Maybe get a second opinion on the going to Adirondacks for health. Oh, obviously. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There yeah. had to be another doctor. In like DC. bloodletting. Like, d- leeches, like Try leeches. something else. Yeah, I mean, there What's had to be called? another um, doctor. What's this? The chakras? sea bathing? Oh, sea bathing. Like anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. just feel like that was hippy-dippy advice even to give back then. And I just, I wish she had maybe a second <gasps> That's opinion. It's like the water fasting. It's <laughs> just like that. That doctor would be like, just water fast up in the Adirondacks. And yeah. she's like, I can't move, I'm too tired. And yeah. You're like, because you haven't eaten anything. Because your TV is ravaging your body. <laughs> yeah. So sad. And my advice to Devin, as always, you know, get get Come on that. Like, let's get, let's get, get it together. Get on that. Um, get it together. Guys, vaccine. we don't have a cure for TB. And it's really crazy. And it's so crazy. I mean, I guess it's, I wonder how it, it's so, um, like, why is it not a, a prominent disease right now, though, is the thing. There must I be, know. there's not a cure. Devin I think tried to explain this to us. We yeah, asked her this I exact think, question. I have no idea. Correct me if I'm wrong, Devin. She's not There's listening. not a, she's not listening at all. <laughs> there's not a cure, but there's medicine to 
help you. You know, uh, so like you're not gonna you die know. from it if you get it. <laughs> like I'm saying, like there's now anti- I know there's like antibiotics for it. You oh, know, like good, good. Okay, I okay, get okay. tested for it, and if I had it, I wouldn't die. You know, it's okay. Uh, it's gonna okay. be okay. So I okay. think there's not a vaccine. I can't get a preventative medicine right, for it. Right, right, but, we but can... if you get it, here's some antibiotics to like heal you. Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. I think I believe okay. so. Yeah, okay. I'll text Evan after this. We'll love it. Listen to the next episode. We'll tell you if that's true. <laughs> so to be continued. <laughs> Real cool, Do we continue? But Caroline, you rocked it, girl. Yeah, like, I love her vibe. Her. I'm we super loved her excited. vibe. Her Ohio educated <sighs> DAR yeah. vibe. Shout out to the Witherspoons. <laughs> and Baby McKee. Oh my God, guys. We'll post never, a picture of Baby McKee. Never baby forget. McKee, first love baby you. celebrity. And I thought And then Baby Ruth proof. comes back with comes in with a vengeance. Well, yeah, and there are pictures of Baby McKee and Baby Ruth. <gasps> Do you think they're trying to set them up for sure? Wait, that's okay. wait, can you tell how wait, real quick before we go. There's a sad ending to Baby McKee. What happens to the gentleman? He suicide. Yeah, he dies pretty young, right? In Connecticut? He's kind of old. Oh, he's old. Oh, I thought he was like 17. No, he was like, he was was in the 1940s. Okay, so he's a man. But yeah, he commits suicide, so. Well, the pandemonium for Baby McKee gets so intense that they say no more pictures of him. And then it's revealed the next picture of him after he's not a baby anymore is when he's 17. And they're like, okay, he's not a baby anymore. It's like, obviously. You're not. He's in the grown man. But now I'm curious. Okay, this episode is an hour and 15 minutes (laughs) now. But now I'm curious, like. Because baby Ruth is next, and I'm like, why was there such a pandemonium over babies at this time? Yeah, I mean, there's been babies before in in the White House, so I don't understand what the issue. Maybe there's just more photography happening. You can get photos. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's more than just like verbal history of a child in the White House. There there does seem to be a heightened interest in children, though, because I remember we just a few episodes ago we talked about like kids being treated like kids finally like, yeah that does start to happen start, like, yeah we yeah, turn the kindergarten is happening yeah, yeah so happening. yeah 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 who knows so people but, are like oh my god kids are people whoa yeah well shout out to carolyn though for like shutting that down sort of like or at least yeah being like no it. more pictures of baby mickey it's yeah. too much too much baby mickey needs to live his life Oh my God. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. You're the Follow. Best. You're the best. Thanks so much. This is so fun. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so fun.